What advice would you give your younger self? It's a question I ask of all guests on the podcast, Are We Nearly There Yet? At the end of this first season, I thought we should pull all of this sage advice into a few special episodes. I hope that you enjoy listening and that we encourage you on your career journey. It should be an easy question because my daughter's 17 now and deciding what she wants to do. So, I, so well, not worry. Don't worry about it. You're 17, 18. It's just, just, you've got so much time and you don't realise that. I was always panicking and going, oh, I've got to go to university. I've got to get a degree because that's what you're supposed to do. Like, I would have just, don't worry about it. Just do, just do what you like. Just do what you enjoy doing. But uh, really understand your options because you don't know, do you? You don't know how you you don't know the options that you've got until you're halfway through your life and and you just don't know so just take some time to really work out what 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 it's, a, it's really obvious stuff isn't it but where work out what you want to do and actually going back to the the, the human side of what what role you play in an organization don't just think about the the, the how how good you are technically or at something you know or, but think about your personality and what that suits because you could have a role that suits, you know, your technical skills, but if it doesn't suit your personality, then it's not, it's not going to be, which is where I was. It's not, you're not going to be that happy. So it's all about where the role you play in, you know, and who you are. And you probably don't, most people don't realize that what's important, I don't know, in an organization, it's more the person who they are and how easy they are to talk to and how well they respond to, I don't know, how well you can trust people that rather than your, your, your technical brilliance, if you like. So I think that's probably where I, I, I would, yeah, what I'd be thinking about now if I could, if I could do it again. I think it's, um, I think it's, it's, it's follow your nose and believe in what you're doing. I think. Uh, for me that uh, and when I look at my kids now they're going through the the schooling system um, that I I don't think that you have to over push kids through the schooling everybody finds their own way and uh, and and that journey is a really interesting journey to go on and enjoy the journey you don't quite know where it's going to take you you know I could never have plotted that you know as as a path it just happens but I think the advice is, is follow your nose, enjoy the journey. Um, and, and lots of different paths can be, can be taken and all the routes are, are exciting. But when you've got like a real passion, like say, you know, nuclear energy, you want to do some, some, some good around it, then uh, that can really help you to, to determine what path you actually, you actually take because as a young person i think you're thrown with so many options and so many choices things that you know you could get involved it's really difficult for young people and your life is changing so fast it's really difficult uh but yeah i think i think just follow what you what you believe in i i think definitely the doing something that you enjoy is the key part um and and stick with it I think if you can get yourself into a, a privileged position, which I think uh, certainly I feel as, as, as I'm in, and I think hopefully most of us are in, you can do that. You, you, you can do that. Uh, and if you 
put yourself in the constraints of all that means getting another job yes of course it does but um it, or it might do so uh, yes be, be, be aware of that i think the one thing i've learned that i've got old is never assume anything particularly as it comes to people never assume you know what somebody's motives for doing something are uh never assume uh never assume anything because you can come you, I, I won't say this is not, it's not based on any personal experience of coming unstuck, but um, I think once you understand where somebody's coming from, that, that helps that relationship develop much quicker and it helps you uh, move things forward. But I, I think if, if you assume you think you know what those motives are, then that can uh, lead to some uh, disconnects or you, you, you can't be as... Um, interactive as you like if i use, use that word never assume always try and find out exactly and, and often if you don't understand somebody's perspective or actions often there's something that you don't know because there's probably a bigger picture that's exactly right exactly right and you're you you may not be privy to all of it for whatever reason that might be um but that that might be as you say informing why somebody is uh uh, the way somebody operates and uh, just, just to understand that is fantastic because then all of a sudden you find you've got that you've either got that rapport or you understand why you don't have a rapport and that's fine i think bringing people along with you is one of the biggest lessons i think i've learned i i'm quite a consensual person you know i like i like to i like to people to be on board with stuff um, I think sometimes I can be probably a bit over enthusiastic uh, in terms of what I what I think need, needs to happen, um, but I think I've learned that you, you you can only achieve things if people are are, are coming with you. I mean, it's, it's stating the obvious, I know, but um, you, you just achieve nothing if if you don't if you don't sell things properly. Um, I think the other the other big lesson is to have confidence. Um, I, I think everyone to a degree lacks confidence at some point, but to have a bit more confidence in your own abilities um, and to just, you know, stick with it, go, go for it. Um, I think the times when I've, I've taken a bit of a, a personal risk, it, it's more often than not, it pays off. Um, so just to have a bit more confidence and to, to go for it and, you know let's feel the fear and do it anyway probably i think i think work hard and um and 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 you know put your hand up i would say really um probably one thing i didn't do enough of i mean i did work hard but i probably didn't put my hand up um as as, as much and I, I think have to have some confidence in your own abilities really um i remember when i was at school and i had a teacher in fact who um was actually discouraging of the idea that i should do uh, engineering um that it wasn't really a, a, a career for women to choose um and suggested that i did something else entirely um but um my my dad is an engineer and um, both my dad and my mum supported you know were, were keen to encourage me to do it and so then I went off to, to do that at university. And I think just have, you know, have confidence and try not to be put off by people who are trying to um, uh, prevent you from doing it. Believe in yourself. Don't worry that you don't have all the answers now about what you want. 
and understand that everything happens for a reason and you take something from every experience, whether it is positive or negative, you may not see it at the time, but everything will go to build your future pathways. It's okay not to know where you're going. And uh, which is, I keep telling myself now because I, I still don't know necessarily. I know what interests me and I'm just going to keep doing that and uh, explore ways to improve my performance in doing those things that, I, that interest me. But I, I, I say that, I tell that lesson to people that I talk to back at, at schools now. I felt a great deal of pressure leaving school that I feel like I should have known where I was going. You know, I, I kind of got to the point where I resented it. Uh, but actually, take some time identify you know what it is you enjoy and go with that and uh, you know don't fret or don't be concerned about every twist and turn that you say you're not entirely sure what the right thing is to do because I have a I have quite a bad habit of always wanting to try and make the right decision every time and, and it can really bury you so I, I I would very much encourage young Rob Younger, younger Rob, I should say. He's still young. Um, I, should, I should have picked you up on that, Andrew. Yeah, yeah, young, younger Rob. That, uh, uh, that, yeah, it's okay not to know where you're going. It, it would be to have a bit more confidence in yourself and it would be try and see the positives that other people see rather than just looking at yourself and looking at your weaknesses and, and the areas that you feel you're not so strong and focusing on those because I think there is a danger when you focus on those negatives that you hold yourself back and so yeah I think that's really the key thing is just have a bit more confidence. I think I would stick to the piece of advice yeah I've been given I think a key one that I've been given is do things that you find find easy you know mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a strange thing and you have to think about it a little bit mm-hmm. but if you're constantly struggling within a role and what you're doing it's probably not the right role if you're not enjoying yeah. it. So do things you enjoy. I, I definitely do that. And yeah. then on a kind of lighter side, coffee won't get you through. And make time to, to, to kind of get away from things. So, so running and cycling, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. get away from me. Uh, you have to have that ability to, to switch off. So, so that would be the, the kind of thing. I think take it easy. <laughs> don't don't try to do everything at the same time. I always had this, you want to do everything. You want to uh, develop. You want to not only develop in reality, but always do things that look good in your CV <laughs> that may not be as good for development. And I was trying to do it all. And I think, you know, just take it easy. And uh, good work and good people do get rewarded in the end. Yeah, I think the piece of advice probably is what we were just sort of, you know finishing on there about being less fearful of failure and recognizing that that is a part of the journey. It, it, it's it's still something I, I wrestle with, um, but I'm a lot better at doing it, and I'm a lot better at calculating. I will try this, and it may not work, and therefore that's okay. You know, not sort of being sure that you know that this was the fix, the one thing you could do, and then it didn't work, and being gutted like a fish. So, you know, I think for everybody, um, I think a way of doing that is to talk to those around you. And I, I again, in, in some mentoring sessions, I have a little term, you know, mirror signal maneuver. Have a look at where you've been. Check that it's still the thing, you know, that you're going to do. Tell people that you're about to move, you're about to try something. Then do it. Because when you enroll other people in it, as opposed to holding that risk, as we might see it in our heart, 
close and dark. You know, it's like we're the only one bearing it. We tell people, I'm going to try making a presentation tomorrow. I'm not really very sure if I'm great at it yet, so I'd really appreciate some feedback. It's my first time. I'm quite nervous. You know, you enroll people with you as you make that signal. And then when you manoeuvre, even if it was a bit rubbish, they're going to tell you what was good about it in a way that you won't remember because you're seized of this thing you're doing, which is scary at the time. So I definitely think, you know, be conscious of your fear of failure. Keep it in perspective and mirror signal manoeuvre. Help enroll people with you because they are going to help. They're going to help you make a ton of mistakes and achieve a huge amount of success. And if your success can be about bringing other people with you and helping them radiate all the way through the organisation, everybody wins. Another good question. I think, of course, any sort of advice you give you know, to your younger self is is highly sort of contextualised because you know the journey you've been on and and and, and where you've emerged at the point at which you're giving the advice so you know my my advice wouldn't necessarily be the same to another another person but no. to myself it's around patience i was always in a hurry and part of that was i felt i was in catch-up so i was a bit of a, a bit of a tear away at school and got booted out uh, and was a year behind so i felt to the catch-up and before i went to king's i actually went to ucl for a year so i when i started my career i already felt i was two years behind my my peer group um so there was probably that kind of catch-up driver that um that then made me pushier in my early stages of my career than i need to be and rather than thinking about building solid foundations there was definitely that sense of sort of entitlement i think and rather than sort of a bit more patience about build put the building blocks into your career because they the more solid they are they will serve you well and that's not to say you know box yourself into a corner forevermore and someone will invite you out of your box um, you have to make the running for yourself. And I would absolutely say to myself, keep some of that pushing because it got you some interesting places. But just be a little bit more patient about, about how long it takes to do something or the progress you perceive you're making because the pieces will fit in into the jigsaw, I think, um, with a bit of luck. I think luck plays part. Be, be constantly being in a hurry, you sort of miss, miss the scenery. And actually the scenery can be really important to you later in your career. Yeah. You are largely defined, I think, by the sort of person that you are. I recognise that. I recognise the fact that I was very single-minded, devoted to my sport and to achieving academically. But actually, I think that I see the weaknesses in that now, you know, with hindsight. And I would encourage the 16-year-old Trevor to be a little bit more ambitious to go out and do other things when I was a youngster but I would definitely say come on Trevor you've got you've got to be a bit take a few more risks be a bit more ambitious do a few more other things because I think that would have allowed me to have just peeked outside the railway carriage if we're going to continue that analogy um, and seen that perhaps there were other things in life that I may not necessarily have been any good at, but could possibly have enjoyed. And, you know, it may have just developed slightly more facets of my personality than I've allowed to happen over the years. So that's the short answer. You know, just maybe get off the train a little bit more frequently, once in a while.
I said this at the start, society tries to put us into boxes, doesn't it? And I understand why, because it's easy to manage people through to wherever we, we feel we need to be. But I think I've tried to just use what I've got, my experiences and my skills to make myself kind of indispensable, make myself unique in my in my field where, where, I, where I operate. And I think what, I never thought I'd say this to my younger self, but in actual fact, some of the stuff that I've been through, although it's been quite painful and I wouldn't necessarily recommend it, it's actually made me the person I am now. And I can look at, I can look back and reflect on where I've been and know that some of that stuff has been not in vain. There's people who are very proud of me, who probably at times thought that they'd be visiting me in prisons and places, you know, various other places. And there's, there's people who, to be honest with you, didn't think I'd probably have made it to 45 years old, to be honest with you. And it sounds quite dramatic, but there's, believe me, there's been times in real low times when I've kind of thought, what's this all about? And so I, I guess to answer your question, I would just say that you should never give up on your dreams. You should find what you're good at and find your niche and then just stick to it. There's people who said to me when I set this up, you're not quite, you're not the right character, you're not the right personality, you're too quiet, you're too this, you're too that. And I've just gone, yeah, okay, I'll take that on board, but I'm still going to do it. But just be yourself. Don't let people put you off. And everybody's got some potential. Everybody's got something they're good at. Everybody's got something that they can offer society and you just have to work around the problems to find what that is. I think that's one of the, the junctures where I could give myself some advice. There are several others as well. And I think any time I've been going through a difficult period, and that was certainly one. And and the advice is, is I think, one that my, my mum shared with me at the time. And though I don't like to recognise it, I am quite like my mum, I think. And she told me to keep going. She told me to take the good with the bad, the rough with the smooth, and to know that better things will come. And that proved true. And another thing that she used to say to me is, it's just a phase. Bad times, they're just a phase. They, they end. And that's true. And that's something I remind myself of whenever I'm going through bad periods, whether it's a, a bad period in my marriage or a bad period with my children or a bad period in my career. It's just a phase it will end. There are different things around the corner. You can control many of those things. So that's what I would be reinforcing to my younger self. And I don't think it's something that I wouldn't have heard by that point, but I think I'd be able to say, it's true. I lived through it. What your mum is telling you, what you know inside yourself, it's actually true. And here's the proof. I'd say particularly probably earlier on in the career is don't be afraid to ask questions. Probably as simple as that. It's probably, uh, for me, I was quite shy when I was at school. Even though I was doing stuff that probably you wouldn't, you know, going and competing and, 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 and you know, sparring with someone and hitting each other and stuff, you know, you probably don't think that's quite shy. But as a personality, I was probably very shy. And... I think earlier on in my career, if there's one piece of advice I'd say is ask more questions. Don't be afraid of asking the wrong question. Ask the question and see what happens. You know, I think we've heard the, you know, the cliche so many times about there's no such thing as a one question. And that's so true. If you don't know, you, you should ask. And even if it means someone has to repeat the answer or explain it in a different way, because we all 
understand things and do things slightly differently, then that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing because it means that your understanding, mutual understanding gets to a certain point. So many things feel devastating and big and with the fullness of time, you realise that there's most things we do, we can get over and we can move on from and especially things that, you know, if you've got your health and the people around you that you love, then you can get through almost anything. I think it's just knowing that careers aren't necessarily set in stone. It's what you make of it and it's understanding how to connect to the experiences that you bring and apply those skills into different situations and that there is a value there and just, you know, that it's okay to do things your own way and to ask for help if needed. My advice would be to never give up. That's probably my advice is never give up because opportunities, you might have your plan A, I want to be a doctor, physicist, nuclear, whatever, whatever it may be, can be anything. Um, But sometimes you, you hit bumps in the road and I've hit a few bumps in the road for whatever reason, you know, ability, circumstance, beyond my control. And it's not so much the bump in the road, it's how you deal with the bump in the road. And you get up and go again and perhaps go around to plan B, which maybe maybe get back to plan. You might not take that job that you, you wanted. You might take another job, which is a stepping stone to the job, which gives you the experience. So sometimes you have to kind of maybe just go around the problem before you get to where you want to be. And just, you know, never give up and stay flexible because you sometimes have to look outside the box to get to where you want to be. You haven't got to be a purist. That might be a more value, whereas... I think you've got to broaden broaden your horizons. But yeah, never never give up and stay flexible because things happen and you just have to go around them. Enjoy it. Your difference is your superpower. Sort your finances out. Three golden rules. I think kind of make the most of opportunities and you never know what direction things are going to go in. So, you know, just those conversations with people are so important because it could spark something and a connection you make at one point, you never know where that's going to lead years later. A project that you do during your summer holiday, you never know where that's going to take you. So there's always opportunities to kind of get hold of and it's kind of looking out for those and not worrying, I guess, if, if the direction of what you're doing goes in a different way to what you'd intended, just to relax a bit, I guess, and let, let that kind of flow things do tend to work out in the end as long as you kind of keep yourself grounded and kind of have that uh, like overarching aspiration of where you want to go it doesn't matter if the specifics and the nitty-gritty doesn't quite work out as you planned and I think also learning I think one big lesson for me through my career is I think I have had a tendency towards perfectionism so it's kind of the perfect getting in the way of the good and I think just learning to kind of let some things go know what's when something's just good enough you know, like 8 to 20 rules, so 80% of the stuff is just good enough and move on to the next thing and progress, not perfection. And then there might be that like 20% where you really put your all into it. So I think just learning things like that and how to prioritise and all, all those sayings have been really key. Like, you know, you, you eat an elephant one bite at a time and you can do anything but not everything. So choose what you're going to do and choose it wisely. I think... Again, it would be never be fearful of putting your hand up. Um, 
always admit a mistake straight away um, because otherwise it festers and you worry and it then becomes a bigger problem. Never, never be afraid to just say because there people always respect mistakes happen. They do happen. And it's then ways of dealing with it after. I think I was a little bit more nervous then to say that, but now very much, oops, made an error, let's move on, that type of thing. But yes, I think it's, to, to, what I'd say is, um, essentially, I think there's a be kind as well to people because often you never know when you're going to meet, meet those people that you meet very early on in your career. They seem to come round again and again. And, uh, you know, it's worth not making any enemies. Um, it's always worth, and as I said right at the start, you know, saying hello works wonders and a smile, you know, so yeah. Well, this is the one thing I tried to think ahead of because nothing came to mind immediately about what I would say because I think I've sort of followed the flow of it, really. I knew what I liked and I knew what suited me, but by and large, I've more followed the flow and it's fallen right. I don't know whether I should say it because obviously it doesn't happen for everybody. Sometimes people follow the flow and there's a dam and you can't get through it. But I think. Um, what I think I would say is to stick at being faithful in an intentional way. So that's not career related, that's life related. Uh, so to be in intentionally faithful. So try and be the person you should be to, in a sort of moral and ethical context, uh, to do your tasks in a, a faithful manner. Um, to be faithful towards people and their needs and so I think it's about being intentionally faithful would be the thing I'd say keep doing that and then I think that the other thing is about keeping plodding steadily looking forward so uh, but again as I said not as a plodding is the wrong um, verb to use but to keep steadily moving forward looking forward can't go backwards you've got to go forward believe in yourself don't worry that you don't have all the answers now about what you want and understand that everything happens for a reason and you take something from every experience, whether it is positive or negative. You may not see it at the time, but everything will go to build your future pathways. The things that have worked for me is always seizing the day, um, putting as, uh, as much in there as you, um, as you possibly can. Um, front load. So get, get things done and on the table. Don't um, vacillate and, 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 and make a decision and, and just go forward and, and try and drive it in the, uh, in the, in the direction that you want. And the, the trick then out of that, the, the output is, is you know, have you made a difference? And it didn't matter whether it was on the, uh, on, on, on the rugby field um, or when you were doing something in the, the Air Force to improve the, um, the HR system, for example. Um, you know, mm. So you, you end up with that, that sense of satisfaction, which is, um, which is so good. So I, I think those are the things that I would drive. Um, but I had a fantastic mentor and uh, a chap called General Rupert Smith when I, I served in, um, in, in Belgium for him. He was the Deputy Supreme Allied Commander. And uh, he, well, firstly, get a mentor or get as many yes. mentors as you can because um, vicarious experience um, and, and, and learning from others. And, and he would sit me down for 
half an hour, whether I wanted it or not, at lunchtime and, and talk to me about laying down mortars or the Falklands or whatever it would, but it was always learn, 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 and, and, and so much from him. And the, uh, the words that um, he left ringing in my ears um, was that um, there is always a way. There is always a way. Mm. And it might not be the most obvious way. Um, it may be a little bit of a, a route and, uh, you know, then there may be a diversion. Uh, you may have to go laterally before you can go forward. And then with a little bit of luck, uh, then funny old thing, things have worked out okay. I'd like to thank all my guests in season one of Are We Nearly There Yet? for sharing their career stories with us and for the advice they'd give their younger selves. If you want to listen to any of these episodes again in full, you can do so on your podcast platform of choice or at awnty.podbean.com. In the meantime, do look out for news of season two of Are We Nearly There Yet?, which will continue to encourage people to enjoy inspiring careers. Thank you.